The thoughts and opinions on Just Some Podcast are of the hosts and guests and do not represent the views of organizations that employ them or they volunteer for. They are also not responsible for spontaneous black holes or nuclear wars that may occur. You have been warned. Welcome, 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 everybody, to another fun-filled and exciting episode of Just Some Podcast. This is Tom. Hey, this is Ben for Take Two. Tom, how's it going, man? For the second time, it is going great. Just so everybody knows, we have a very special guest tonight. We have Tiffany with us. Tiffany, if you want to say hello. Hi. And apparently, in the background, Tiffany's fish jumped out and karate chopped her computer at some point and kill the entire session so we had to restart this entire process again so that's why we were all laughing yeah no um, it's a little less dramatic than that but that's what we're sticking with pretty much yeah yeah Sounds exactly good. i like the story yeah <laughs> so we were gonna act like nothing happened but then tiffany was like no tell them i'm like it's all right hilarious. Well, Exactly. Apparently, my fish tank and my computer are on the same outlet, so don't flip the switch or else everything will be gone. Lessons learned, people. Yeah, don't put your computer and your fish tank on the same switch. Lesson learned. We're nurse practitioners, not electrical engineers. Exactly. (laughs) There you go. Well, Tom, how'd your week been, man? So far, coronavirus-free. Allegedly. Allegedly, which is a word we're probably going to get well acquainted with this episode. Um, Damn it. Isn't that right? First time. Um, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, the first time I was having a bit of trouble with the word allegedly. Yeah. See if we can can pull up that uh, audio where it was like, (laughs) I was smelling burnt toast and I had sudden weakness on the right side of my face, but keep making fun of me there, Ben. (laughs) I will. (laughs) It's all right. No, so far it's, uh, it's been good. Nothing too exciting around here. How's it been down where you're at? Yeah. Lots of, lots of flu. Went to a nice little, uh, charity event this weekend and had some good times so did you see the cdc warning today that people should start preparing for coronavirus in the united states yes i wish they would have sent out a warning that said perhaps we should start preparing for influenza yeah so worldwide (laughs) there's been like what eighty thousand cases of coronavirus but there's in america alone like 1.3 million cases of influenza so yeah you're right Actually, I've had patients ask me if they can get coronavirus from drinking Corona. Oh. Yes. Oh. See? Am I the only one that's encountered that? 
Yes. I, I have not had that actually. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I have not had that. I I can only confirm one patient asking about coronavirus. Most of my patients are under the they are fully aware that they don't have coronavirus or at least the Wuhan variant of the coronavirus. Uh, but I have been waiting eagerly to <laughs> stomp on somebody for asking me about that, but it hasn't happened yet. But apparently Tiffany, the dark horse of this race, has come out. I have. I have heard that. And then I also feel bad when I have to ask anyone, usually teenager teenagers, I have to ask them, have you been around anybody that's traveled from China? And they'll usually tell me while I sit next to a kid that's from China in my class and i'm like well is he really from china or is he a or is he chinese and he's they're like oh he's chinese Oy. and then i just feel bad like trying to get some education that's awesome there's only so much education you can give somebody when you have to make that distinction though i think that's yeah. I, I think that's the ultimate base problem we're gonna have right there yeah true wow yeah, so uh, so we obviously we know how things are going for Miss Tiffany. <laughs> oh, the stories I could tell. Oh boy, yeah, we may get to that later. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was say, or maybe some are better left for off the air for Ben. There you go. True. Uh, so, well, let's see here. Um, no, I, I guess other than that, um, it has been unusually mild the weather around here that's the other thing that's actually kind of worrisome to me is that um it's roughly 50 degrees and it's mid-february or it's late february i should say i i just keep waiting for mother nature to come through with like the wwf off the top rope yeah drop elbow elbow. yeah exactly and just like level us with like 17 feet of snow in one day just to like oh i forgot to drop this over the past couple months so i'm just gonna give it to you in one day i don't think that's gonna happen but that's the other thing that i keep like every day i wake up i'm like so what's the weather like today i'm like oh 49 and rain i'm like "Uh uh-oh Oh, it's going to be well, a bad June. <laughs> it's it's currently monsoon season here in Kansas. So I think we yeah. have, uh, had rain for like the last five days and it's supposed to rain for another three or four. So other than building the arc and seeing flu patients, you say better than snow? Better than snow. Yeah. If Very you true. Ask me, I don't know. Some people beg to differ, but. But doesn't it bother either of you that it's February? <laughs> and we're getting rain and well it's almost it's not like it's 75 and raining tom i mean it's like 40 degrees and raining here so yeah it's, it's not like we're outside anyways oh yeah tom i'd rather be working on a rainy day so now if it was my day off and it was 70 degrees outside and it was raining i would be pretty upset not upset okay. but i'd be sad it's supposed to be cold and snowy it's february no but we also live in Ohio where you have like five seasons in one day. Okay. But he just said the same things going on in Kansas. The point is. Okay. All right. You know how Kansas weather is though. Let's be honest. Yeah. Very similar to there, but never I, been I just, to Kansas. Yeah. You're not missing much. Here's what I want you to do. Do nothing. <laughs> same exact, same exact <laughs> thing. <laughs> 
Is that true? <laughs> well, so in, in some parts, you just need to turn your clock back about 25 years, and then you'll have Kansas. Um, so. Here, drive by a field I mean, with cows in it. Yell, hey, cows. I love cows. There you go. So I you would fit cows. right in. You'd fit right in down. And everyone tells me I have an old soul, so I'd fit right in. Oh, boy. Get her a pair of overalls. (laughs) Get her a pair of bib overalls and she'll be all right. (laughs) Oh, shucks. All right, Ben. I think it's time to. uh, Oh, boy. This is going to be a long episode for Tom. I can feel it. Sorry, Tom. Yeah, it's all right. It's okay. I'm not even drinking this episode. I probably should be. So it's time for uh, Ben's favorite part of the show. Miss Tiffany, this is the uh, social media shout out, Mr. Ben. Well, Tom, go for it. If people like the show, they can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube, all at Just Some Podcast. You can find us on the web or at www.justsomepodcast.com. Our email, admin at justsomepodcast.com. You can also find us on Helium Radio or on Helium Radio After Dark. That's their channel, too. Thursday nights, 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 Central. Tom, what else nice can they job. do, man? Thanks. See, Thanks. Isn't he the best? I'm really impressed. I've, I feel like I was at an auction, you know, like when I start like yelling things off. What do they call those people? <laughs> Auctioneers. Auctioneer? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, do, I do have, I am educated, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Well, congratulations on your lot of $500 cow. So <laughs> there you go. She loves cows. I so love cows worth every penny. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, <laughs> when you eat them. <sighs> okay. So the other thing they can do, Ben, is they can go to the Just Some Podcast website. They can scroll down to just about the bottom. They can click on the Amazon link before they do any of their shopping. It'll take them to the amazon website where they can do their shopping and anything they put in their cart after that will help give some proceeds to the show and will really help us out and we would super appreciate it and we thank everybody that does that for us now and that happens quite often so we can't thank everybody that does that enough miss tiffany is there i think you need to say it faster Auctioneer like. <laughs> well, to be fair, I have like some like nasal congestion and stuff going on. I'm not. <clears throat> I got that stuff going on. So. Oh, is that what they call that? <laughs> I got some face chlamydia going on. That's what I got. <laughs> so... Are you even putting your face? Sorry. <laughs> no, Tom, I was going to say. I, I'm glad that you mentioned that it has to be, you know, you click on the link and then you put it in your cart. Um, I'd like to give a shout out to my student, Miranda, who all excitedly told me, hey, I just used your link to buy a bunch of stuff, only to find out that it had been in her cart. And then she clicked on the link and then she paid for it, which then did not count toward our Aww. website. Well, Miranda, we appreciate the thought, but now you're going to get a failing grade. So actually... Aww. She uh, canceled her order and they went back in and did it the correct way. So we still got credit for it. And now you got a passing grade. So see the magic, the magic that we can bestow upon you. Tom, next time I go to the thrift store shopping, I'll ask them if they can add a little onto your podcast. There you go. See, Tiffany, she is a miracle worker. This one. 
So, Miss like Tiffany, negotiate. she she is. I'm telling you, she missed her calling to be a lawyer. I can see her being a corporate lawyer and just busting people. Maybe in my next life, I after I become a dentist. And a, she's got some weird obsession with dentistry. I don't know. Whoa. That's a whole. Maybe we should bring her back for a psych episode and just deconstruct this problem. Get her uh, and Eric on together and figure out what. The oh hell. God, yes, that's a whole another problem right there. Yeah, that sounds really fun. <laughs> yeah. Okie dokie. Listen in live as we diagnosed Tiffany. Yeah, and he's gonna be like, "Oh, we we don't have enough drugs to fix this one," so. <laughs> There you go. Miss <laughs> Tiffany, do you have any social media that you want to shout out? Not really. Honestly, I'm a lactation consultant and I have my own Facebook page, but we can we can add that link to the old show notes or something, right? Yeah, it's just Columbus breastfeeding support. So if moms need help breastfeeding, they can send me a message and I'll answer them as soon as I see it. Just because I have a passion for that also. Along with cows and I don't know if you want to mention breastfeeding moms and cows in the same <laughs> Oh, I didn't think about that. Oh, wow. My bad. I apologize. I mean I have a real passion for breast as well. I'm just saying, but that doesn't mean <laughs> Then I need you to edit that. <laughs> Oh no! That's 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 staying in. (laughs) Oh, that was all right. See, it's all fun and games, Tiffany. Till you come to the big boy league, huh? Okay, don't share my Facebook media. (laughs) (laughs) She's not prepared for the level of hate mail. (laughs) We can edit some Facebook. Did you call me? We'll beep the Facebook page out and just leave everything else in. See. And then just a picture of Tiffany in overalls, like milking cow. She's like, "This is how I do lactation." Squirt, squirt, squirt. There you go. Stop, guys. My microphone is sucks, and laughing into it is making this really hard. Sorry. You just gotta grab them like a bunch of udders. <laughs> Tom just makes fun of me because every time we drive by cows, I know cows. <laughs> Doesn't everybody do that? No. Nobody else does that. <laughs> I disagree. I love it. Ta- Tom, does everybody else do that? No. Well, I disagree. <laughs> I'm the person you just asked. You can't disagree with my answer about what I see. Like, that's oh, not how those answers work, Tiffany. Well, let's ask our listeners. Listeners, do you yell cows when you drive by cows? Nobody is. You know what? No one's going to answer. You might answer. Yes. No, no, they're going to answer, and nobody's going to say yes. As a matter of fact, Bjorn in Antarctica is going to be like, no. As a matter of fact, nobody sees a penguin down here and goes, penguin? Like, that they doesn't might. happen. They might. No, they don't. Tom. They don't. I tell you what, though. The next time that I drive by a I'm going to do it just to see what it feels like. Please record that. <laughs> Not while you're driving, but if somebody's in the car with you, please. <laughs> now, I will say, in Tiffany's defense, and this happened when I lived in Kansas, I was driving by a field and I saw a bison, which is a much larger animal than a than a cow, and it definitely grabbed my attention. I'm like, is that a fucking buffalo? <laughs> like I was like, holy shit, that is a big damn animal over there. So I'm not yeah. gonna say I've never done it, but it wasn't for a cow. It was just like 
did you yell oh. Buffalo or did you just use all that? Well, I, I yelled Buffalo, but it was more like, holy shit. Did you see that Buffalo? It wasn't like, hi, Buffalo. It was more like, holy cow. That's a big ass Buffalo right there. So, and then I was like, I'd shoot him with an arrow and eat him. So there you go. Well, um, Buffalo is actually one of the top five things that women are supposed to eat because it's low in fat and high in iron. So there's a fun fact for you. I'm just saying, and it's delicious. I've had Buffalo and it is fantastic. It is really good. Technically it's American bison, but we all know what we're talking about here. And this has been another fun episode of fun facts with Tiffany. (laughs) (laughs) We can have her back on a regular (laughs) Just regular, just to have her, just just have her pop in for like fifteen minutes randomly on episodes. Did oh you God, know this? That would be so fun. So there you go. You never know, Tiffany. Can I talk about their store shopping too? You can talk. No, I don't give a shit. You can talk about no. as long as you're funny. If people like you, I mean, people do like me. <laughs> it's like a trait that I have, I guess. <laughs> Oh, Tiffany! Tom, Tiffany, you have you haven't met our crowd yet, so I'm just saying, let's Tom, let's get through this episode. I'm pretty first. sure everybody at the office loves me more than you now, so they're just waiting mm, for me to come back. <laughs> let's just let's just hold on here. It's true. Ben, get this get this back on <laughs> schedule here. Okay, I'm sorry. Do you want me to introduce myself? I haven't done that yet. Sure. No, Tiffany. Nobody gives a shit. Nobody cares. <laughs> Hi, guys. I'm Tiffany. I'm an RN for the last five years. New nurse practitioner. Just passed my exam. Congratulations. It was great. Thank you. I may have prayed on the floor in the bathroom. I don't usually get on the floors of bathrooms, but I was desperate this day. <laughs> the real question. The, the real question is, when you went in to take your exam, did you... Look at the computer and yell exam. You know what? I wanted to, but there's like this camera in there in this room and they're all like staring at you. So I didn't want to make any suspicious. I didn't want them to think I was like FaceTiming somebody because they're like really suspicious. Like they were like, let me see your glasses. And they like made me take my glasses off to make sure there wasn't like a camera hidden in them or something. So no, I didn't do that. But plus there was no cows. So it wasn't exciting well, I'm thinking that women's health should be really exciting. Every time you walk in the room, you're like, vagina. <laughs> That's y'all chlamydia. Really yeah, loud. Yeah, exactly. Who says bacterial vaginosis? It just, yeah, just walk into every room like that. Fun fact. Um, <laughs> See, here we go. Do you want to know how you remember the treatment for bacterial vaginosis? Please, please. Uh, do you want to tell us during the episode or do you want to finish introducing yourself? I don't care either way. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm Tiffany. I'm a new nurse practitioner and I have a passion for, well, I love teenagers. I think they're fun to work with and I want to make a difference and improve adolescent sexual and reproductive health across healthcare settings. Again, I don't know if I would start off with, I love teenagers. <laughs> I know what you meant. It's fine, okay, Tom. I Sharp. enjoy working with teenagers. I love cows. <laughs> Again, I don't know if I would. <laughs> Tom, are you ready to get into stories you may have missed? 
I'm ready to get away from anything that she does not say stuff that she loves. So there you go. I have a passion. Okay. When you have a passion, you sometimes use the word love. It, you, I it, love it's, working it's, with teenagers. They're fun. They can be sometimes. They really are. I mean, depends on the day. They, they're Tom, are you getting a story you may have missed? <laughs> Tiffany, are you ready for stories we may have missed? Yes, sir. Yes. Well, I thought I'd go a different route this time, Tom. Tom, do you... you after I smack do I hit mic. the mic when I'm talking? No, because yeah, I'm a I, fucking I, professional. <laughs> <laughs> and now I believe it because it's funny. Um... <laughs> Since we're throwing the word love around so much in this episode already, Tom, do you, oh, yeah. do you love, love do you love making money, Tom? I mildly enjoy making money. Well, I thought I'd go a different route with stories you may have missed. And I thought I would look at and I found an interesting article on uh, Yahoo Finance about eighteen medical stocks to watch amid the coronavirus outbreak. Oh. Who would not love to make money off the coronavirus outbreak, right, Tom? Who wouldn't make money off of it? I said, who wouldn't love to make money off of it? Oh, okay. I got what you're saying. Go ahead. All right, Tom. So I figured I would go over a few of these and um, just see what you, you thought on on this. So one of the first companies that they mentioned is Alpha ProTech, and they manufacture masks and protective apparel, uh, which are obviously high in demand in China. Okay. Lakeland Industries produces protective clothing for high-risk workers, such as medical professionals. Co-Diagnostics is a Utah Meditech company, and they are developing a test for the new coronavirus strain, so that could potentially uh, be good. Novavax has launched a program for Wuhan coronavirus vaccine. Um, It already boasts success in vaccine development for the MERS and the SARS strains. Here's one close to you, Tom. Cleveland Biolabs. Oncology Pharmaceutical Cleveland Biolabs develops immune receptor activators for vaccines targeting various types of infections. Its vaccine is currently in phase one trials. Beyond Air is developing a nitric oxide generator to deliver nitric oxide to patients with lung infections. Nitric oxide has antiviral properties. And according to Beyond Air, has demonstrated effects against coronavirus. So there's just some medical. Uh, <laughs> I see the I see the wheels turning. Tom, what's up? Two things struck me is the infamous uh, Jim Baker has apparently been trying to sell things that he is quoting can fight off viral infections such as the coronavirus, which they absolutely can't. I heard that on Howard Stern. He was selling like colloquial silver. Yeah. So hopefully he gets arrested and charged with that pretty soon, I would hope. The second would be, and I just saw the highlight tonight on one of the news stations. So I I can't speak on it completely, but I did see a senator grilling the acting secretary for the Department of Homeland Security. And he was like, well, do we have anything in place if, you know, it comes to America or how many cases we're expecting? And the guy's like, no, I don't know anything. He's like, well, that's not really reassuring since that's, you know, part of your job. Right. And the guy's like, well, I don't know. You should probably ask the CDC. He's like, well, do you have any plans? And he said, yeah, uh, we, we can have a vaccine in about a month and a half. 
He's like, oh, okay. So the CDC <laughs> gets up there. He's like, yeah, uh, Homeland Security about 10 minutes ago said we could have a vaccine in a month and a half. He said that is not physically possible. That's not <laughs> true at all. And the senator literally was like, you might want to tell the Department of Homeland Security since he just told the Senate that that's what they were doing. So, um, yeah, apparently nobody has a clue what's going on right now, which is super awesome. But maybe we should start preparing for it. You would think, but we can't get people to prepare for the things that we already have, such as flu vaccines for the flu. So I'm not really sure why people are worried about the coronavirus at this point. Or HPV vaccine. See, there you go. I like where she, see, I like how she did that. Do you see how she, yeah, Yeah. she loves it. She loves HPV vaccines. (laughs) I do. I love Gardasil. (laughs) I love Gardasil. I love Lamp. <laughs> okay. Tiffany is the best. She really I is. love making fun of me. <laughs> well, you're making it easy. So <laughs> Glad something's easy for you, Tom. Ooh. <laughs> Cutting deep. Wow. There you go. Tom, you ready to get into our main episode? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, now that now that the fire is being returned, let's uh let's get this show on the road. Well, Tom, why don't you uh fill everybody in on why we have Tiffany on the show? Well, because she has such a passion for the topic and we just had Valentine's Day, we at just on podcast thought it'd be pretty good to educate the public and our fellow nurse practitioners on sexually transmitted infections. Right, because what do we expect after Valentine's Day and all the erogenous zone talk that we had with Pollyanna, but uh, STDs. <laughs> Probably copious amounts of STDs. And half-price chocolate. Well, that too. <laughs> Unfortunately, Valentine's Day can sometimes bring the things that we don't like. Correct. Like discharge, itching, burning sensation. Correct. So, since she is passionate about the topic and we want to help people learn, we thought this was a good combination and we brought our new NP colleague on the air to help teach all the other NPs about the topic. And just to throw this out here as a good introduction, can I teach you something that I learned how to remember treatment for STDs? Absolutely. Am I allowed? Well, am I allowed to say the F word? Fuck, 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 fuck. There you go. You can say it all you want. (laughs) Yes. I don't know. It's not going to feel right. What if my grandma sees this or hears this one day? (laughs) Your grandma is going to hear a lot worse, I'm sure. So, (laughs) just. Yeah, like you making fun of me. Oh, poor grandma. I think it's hilarious. Okay, so here is what I learned while studying with. For my board, somebody posted this on one of the Facebook groups. Cuties all get cooties to F-U-C-K, suck and play. Okay? No, no, no. Say it. No, say it. Say it. Okay. Cuties all get cuties to fuck, suck and play. Oh, my God. I said it. <laughs> sorry, I just said that word on air. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't love the F word. But anyway, so cutie stands for chlamydia, all azithromycin, get gonorrhea, cuties, 
ceftriaxone, two, trichomonosis, the F word, flagell, suck, syphilis, play, penicillin. So now you know the treatment for each one. I, I like that. Yeah, you just write it out. And then also the bad vag gets the flag. Bacterial vaginosis, flagell. How would you rank STDs as far as like commonality? Well, if you get on the CDC website, you can, it's, oh my gosh, the CDC website is amazing. You literally can figure out which STDs are in your area. You can narrow it down by age, race, sex, county. It is, it's really awesome. So you can see what is where. So if you're thinking about moving to Kansas and you want to know what the number one STD is there, you can just get on the CDC website and look. But right now, chlamydia is everywhere. That's what I keep telling these teenagers. I'm like, listen, I love you. Do not get chlamydia. At least chlamydia is treatable. I mean, let's be honest. Yeah, but it can still cause complications. Well, yeah, but not as bad as herpes. I mean, you know, like that shit's forever. Yeah, true. Um, and isn't... But I don't think it's very fair that men don't get symptoms of chlamydia. But women do. Like they can get infertility ectopic pregnancies, pelvic inflammatory disease. How is that fair? Men just don't even get burning when they pee. They Luck know. of the draw, my friend. Listen, men can stand to pee and women can't. I mean, it's, it is it is what it is. You know what? I know what the trade-off is. Have you ever seen a man when he has a cold? Do you see the suffering we go through? <laughs> it's almost as bad as childbirth. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, Tom, I remember how cranky you were when you came to work sick. Well, I'm just saying I was still no. there because I'm a trooper, Tiffany. Now, just imagine how cranky he would have been if his dick was sick. Yeah. Oh, that would be horrible. I don't even want to know. <laughs> Honestly, so here's my question. We're talking about the normal ones. Wouldn't HPV be considered the the most common or pervasive of Ooh, all the sexually transmitted infections? I mean, I don't know. I heard that like Canada has pretty much gotten rid of HPV due to the vaccine. If the people in the U.S. would just vaccinate, maybe we can do the same thing. Okay. Well, while we do have quite a loyal following in uh, the land of mooses and maple maple syrup, um, we're talking about America right now. This is oh, America. Sorry. Okay, Tiffany. Since you, we're bringing you on as the expert in this case, wh which is the bigger threat? The more common ones that we think of: the gonorrheas, the chlamydia's syphilis etc or something like hpv like what do you consider the bigger of the threats hmm. I, I mean i i don't know that's hard because hpv causes cancer so that's a big deal but chlamydia is treatable and so is gonorrhea i feel like i don't know so there's a there's a toss up there what would you say well since I mean, since I'm immune to it, I don't know. But if HPV causes cancer and you, but you vaccinate for it, it's probably not as bad because you can prevent it where you, but you can also prevent other STDs, obviously. But, but that's what I'm saying. I'm immune to all these. So it doesn't matter to me. Oh, Jesus. Why? Because you're not sexually active. Exactly. So there you go. I'm pretty much a monk at this point in my life. So why is I don't that? have to worry about any of these problems. <laughs> 
Um, sorry, you should have got that half-price Valentine's Day chocolate. <laughs> I love it. I love half-price Valentine's Day chocolate. Me too, Tom. So, Ben, what would you, what would you consider? What would you consider the bigger of the threats? I honestly i I would consider the bacterial infections the bigger threat just because the incidence of cancer caused by HPV is not as high as the, what is the word I am looking for? Words are hard. Yeah. My mind just drew a blank. I, I think I love words. I love words. <laughs> I think the, um, I had to. Yes. <laughs> I think you're going to see a higher prevalence of HPV. Like a large portion of the population has that. And so I think long range, you're looking at more concern for that. Whereas, you know, it's, it's one of those like accumulation of sun can cause skin cancer risk. So you don't think about it when you're 20, but then when you're 60, that's a problem. Um, So I see that's kind of how HPV would be. Whereas the bacterial infections are going to be more of an acute Oh, there's exactly. stuff coming out of my vagina. Yeah. But that. what about gonorrhea? Since it's like there's some places that have gonorrhea that is resistant to antibiotics. Well, there's the gonorrhea and syphilis is on the uptake. There's a large surge in syphilis cases, especially in the Midwest. So, I mean, which, which we're can be problematic at acute. Yes like neuro symptoms with syphilis. So I, I would say for me, the acute bacterial infections are the bigger issue than the long-term HPV. That's just me talking in a generality at this point. I mean, there's a reason why those are STDs that are reportable to the CDC and some aren't. So so which ones are reportable? Syphilis, HIV, hep C, hep B, gonorrhea, cancroid, and chlamydia. Let's go over some like maybe common symptoms that we might see from patients with some of the more common STDs. Okay. So rashes, painful urination, yellowing of the skin, which would be a late sign, obviously discharge. And again, men don't really have symptoms, but women typically do. So, okay, here's a legitimate question that I have being that I am a male practitioner, I don't see a whole bunch of STI stuff because women are more comfortable seeing women. So is there a particular, if, if discharge is a certain color, does that more indicate a certain type of infection? I remember studying and reading that green was like the color for chlamydia. So yeah, if they say they have like a green discharge, definitely screen them. I feel like anytime a female has is complaining of discharge, they should just be tested. And also don't necessarily consider the age of the patient to determine whether or not they're at risk for STDs because now they're saying that you should ask the age of their partner. So for example, if a 40-year-old is sexually active with a 25-year-old, they're more likely to have STDs. Well, I had also heard that they're starting to see a prevalence of STDs in like nursing homes as well. Yeah, I heard that. I can't remember what state it was, but there was like this nursing retirement area that had like this huge STD breakout. Which I mean, I guess if you're still, if it's still working. Yeah. They say that's why syphilis is on the rise too, because more 
medications to help with erectile dysfunction and people aren't as afraid of getting AIDS anymore because some people have actually treated and cured their AIDS. So now they're not using condoms because they're not afraid of getting HIV. Ridiculous. So I guess one of the things is when we're seeing this totality of of symptoms, what are some of the things that you think we should be, you said asking age, what are some of the other questions we should probably be asking our patients to try and differentiate if we should be going down the path of treatment or testing for STI versus maybe something that is non-sexually transmitted? So just asking, do you have one partner, multiple partners? Are you having sex with men, women, or both? So that it doesn't sound like you're singling them out. Don't just say, hey, are you having sex with men? Or are you having sex with women? Just say women, men, or both. And then do you have multiple sexual partners? Because that is an increased risk. Or just, I know what works for teenagers is, hey, while you're here, did you want us to screen you for STDs? And they're like, yeah. Let's do that. They're here for some other complaint. Tom bringing up the whole question thing brought up something interesting that I have want to ask your opinion on. During a well woman exam, at least on our computerized system, one of the questions that it pops up is about anal intercourse. And I always feel weird approaching the patients with that just because I don't want someone to make an assumption that I'm assuming anything. So how do you just, I mean... Do you just bluntly ask it? Is there a, a more tactful way of approaching that? Because I like the, you know, do you sleep with men, women, or both? Because it's not making a accusation. Yeah. So do you have any tips for you know uh, how to ask that question for as far as anal intercourse? I mean, a lot of people are more sensitive than others. So that's a tricky question. I guess I would just be honest with them. Hey, are you having anal and vaginal sex? Just add it in there with and. So that they don't feel like they have to say, yes, I'm having anal sex. They could just say yes to the whole complete question, you know, so it's not gotcha. singled out. Fair enough. So let's say I'm a teenager and I'm coming in and what talk are you going to give me? Let's say I, let's say I have a test positive for like gonorrhea or, or chlamydia or whatever. What's your education spiel for that patient? To prevent STDs or if they've been exposed to them? Let's say they test positive. So we would basically just tell them, hey, this came back positive. This is how you got it. Really want to make sure that you're treated and we want to make sure that your partner's treated. So do you advocate then for treating partners? I think so. Absolutely. Or to tell them, hey, you need your partner needs to come in to get treated or screened both. But I actually had a patient who came in and she had to come in the next day to get her treatment for gonorrhea. And I was like, Hey, did you know how you got this? And she said, no. And I was like, well, usually one partner is experiencing with possibly somebody else. And I tried to put it in the best way possible. I didn't want to be like, Hey, your boyfriend's cheating on you or Hey, you're cheating on your boyfriend. But I just told her this is how it happens. And she was shocked. She was like, I didn't even know. Like, I just thought it I was unlucky and it happened. And I'm like, no, this is, this happens because somebody is being unfaithful. So you, your boyfriend needs to be treated and maybe have a discussion with him. And she was like, so thankful that I had told her that because the doctor she had saw the day before just screened her, but didn't necessarily tell her like, Hey, this is what happens when it comes back positive. 
So we may, as healthcare providers, know, oh my gosh, somebody is cheating on somebody. But as a patient, you don't really realize that, I guess. That's a good educational component that I guess we probably take it for granted more than we realize. Yeah, you don't want to assume anything. I would say I'm going to be 100% honest. I would have never guessed that I needed to educate a person having sexual intercourse on how they got a disease through sexual intercourse. Like my, my brain would have never guessed I needed to, though I, I don't know why at this point in my life I would assume that, but that is a very good point that maybe well, education is a key component to preventing the spread of it further. Yeah. I think it's different when you're working with adults and when you're working with not adults, teenagers and pre adolescents that because honestly it happens at a very young age I've seen really young unfortunately but they just think different so you have to put their self yourself in their shoes and then I just always ask the age of their sexual partner and we always get a phone number to call them instead of the parent too because they may not want their parent to know that brings up an interesting point because N-O, or at least I know not a fear, that's why I'm asking. So in Kansas, someone can come in for sexual health, whether it be birth control, STD testing, whatever the case may be, at any age without parental consent and without us having to make any notification to their parents. Is that the same in Ohio? I think most states are, most states are age 13, I believe. I know the process where I'm employed is we can make their own chart for them with a code and their phone number in it. Or sometimes we'll just tell, say in front of the parent, hey, your child is having these symptoms, therefore we're going to go ahead and do a pregnancy STD screening. And then the parents, they have like a minor five-second freak out, but then they're like, oh, okay, yeah, I need to, if, if that's what needs to happen, okay, you know. I'm actually, I feel like we have more teenagers open with parents than not. A lot of teenagers are close to their parents and they already know that they're sexually active and have educated on them, which is a good thing. Right. No. So they're okay if we. And it's not like we have a line of 14 year old and 15 year old girls out here, you know, they're like coming in for sexual health. I was just, I mean, I've had maybe one or two patients. There were less than 18 that come in for sexual type health and specifically said, I don't want my parents to know about this. And yeah. you had to respect that. Is it age 13 in your state too? I feel like in Ohio it's 13 too. There's no age like limit where the parents in Kansas. Involved. Nope. There's oh, okay. no age limit in Kansas. It's, um, it, as weird as it, and I think when they passed the law, they, I'm sure we're not expecting 11 year olds to, come in for sexual health and I've never seen an 11 year old for sexual health but I mean I just I think they were assuming a reason you know like a like a normal age quote unquote and so I don't think an, an actual age limit specifically was ever set so I guess ultimately for those that are listening you're going to need to check out your regional laws like everyone's going to have state specific but most states are going to have something that says that if they are able to make reasonable medical decisions for themselves, they don't have to have a parent for certain sexual health or reproductive decisions. 
Yeah, so. I think that's a good thing to know so that we can protect adolescents' right to seek that treatment with or without parental. Yeah, because the last thing you want is them to not seek treatment because they're afraid you can tell their parents. Is Planned Parenthood in Kansas? Do you have those nearby? Yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't know how close we are to my exact location, but yeah, it there are some in within the state, yes. I mean, I always think that's a good program too because they don't bill you and they try their best to get services covered and they don't talk to your parents. So we covered treatment and some of the more common ones. So let's hear your, uh, like your prevention spiel. Let's say, you know, you're, let's say you're going into a classroom of eighth graders. So how are you going to encourage them to not get STDs? Obviously telling them to wear condoms and teaching them how to use a condom, of course, is very important. And educating them on only having one partner and then asking their partner, how many partners have you had in the past? And to just always be honest. And I honestly love to give websites that are readily available to kids because they sometimes believe the internet more, but just educating them on you want to use .gov sites and like the CDC and things like that. They have, it's very common knowledge and easy to read and it gives them all the information they need. But yeah, using a condom and making sure that they put it on correctly. Now, do you, would you dispel the myth? Because, and this is, again, probably more folklore than anything, but, you know, you hear stories of people saying, oh, well, you know, or I'm still a virgin, but I have anal sex and or I have oral sex. So, I mean, do you, would you dispel that myth of, no, any type of sexual activity is, you're going to run that risk for STDs, STIs? Yes, letting them know that you can still get STDs through oral sex and anal sex and educating them safer ways to do those activities. I actually, for the first time, learned that they have a condom that you can wear for oral sex that supposedly prevents STDs. I wanted to open it up and look at it because I honestly have never seen one. But It's different than like a regular condom. Yeah, it's a condom that you use for oral sex, and I had no idea that it even existed. I guess the the male or female puts it on the vagina, and before they perform oral sex. Oh, you're talking like a dental dam? Yeah, I didn't even know about those until I was a nurse. Yeah, that's what I was like. I thought it was a dental dam is what you were talking about, but yeah. Yeah, I thought you meant for like men. I was like, you're talking like a different type of condom? Like, what the hell? Yeah, and I can't, I can't believe that I was like 30 years old and I've never seen this before. So well, we um, have those for our patients, I made sure to give them one and tell them what it was. If you know, you're know you talking about the CDC website here, they talk about dental dams and they even show you how to make a dental dam from a condom in case you just have a condom. Oh, neat. So you cut basically you both, you cut both ends off and then cut it up the side and then it lays flat for dental dam that's use. Awesome. See, that's good for and pictures, of course, always good for yes, learning pictures. and yeah. illustrations, I guess, probably not actually pictures, let's clarify that. Well yeah, that's what I meant. <laughs> Tom, anything else that you want to uh approach with Tiffany before we get into our final segment? And Tom, we talk about how we like to screen everyone for STDs. <laughs> even if they're getting married next week 
tone. Right. <clears throat> well, maybe we should make that make sure that it's appropriate and that the person just doesn't want treated for a UTI. But UTIs and STDs can present in the same manner. Sometimes when you hear hoof prints, you need to think horse, not zebra. Boom. What about cows? I love cows. <laughs> I'm going to take oh, that as you don't have anything else to say, Tom. Is that, is that where we're at with, with that? I I was just, <laughs> yeah, because I was going to say, my websites uh, have these little movies on them that you can watch. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's nice that you can pass those out to patients, Tom. <laughs> I'm telling you, the CDC website's amazing. There's no videos, but they're pretty. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm talking about the CDC, about the CDC website. Uh, <laughs> I know. I'm just trying to change the subject. <laughs> it is definitely a .com, not a .gov. Um, <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh. Well, so is there this... anything that you want to add? Um, no, just like I said. Screen everyone because you just never know. Like, well, okay, but that eighty-two-year-old grandma for COPD exacerbation is going to be a little pissed off when I (laughs) try to swab her. But I'm going to be like, definitely said. (laughs) Definitely said, ma'am. You would be so surprised with the people that are like, "Hey, while you're here for your cough, and you're because you're all under this age, while you're here, would you like us to test you for STDs?" And they're like, "Absolutely." Yeah, but what's your? But see, then you have to have a, a medical necessity code. Yeah, you're right. I don't know exactly how that works. I guess they exposure, possible exposure. Yeah, fair enough. I think there's like a high risk. This is there's one catch-all that I use is like high risk sexual. This is what happens when good ideas hit reality. <laughs> but I will take into consideration that I will I will consider asking more patients if they want to be screened, particularly if we're doing blood work. And things of that nature. Yeah. Thanks. What about you, Tom? Yeah, Tom. Yeah, Tom. <laughs> Tom's an asshole. I don't think so. Oh, I do. Let's clarify that. Yeah. <laughs> totally think Tom's an asshole. All right, uh, you can edit that out. <laughs> so, Tom, as a male provider, do you, particularly if they're younger, for me personally, I will allow them to self-swab? Because I feel like it's probably easier on everybody. Is that something that you also do? So it really falls into a couple different categories for me. If we are going down. So the newer guidelines that I read are basically if we are pretty sure that we have a positive exposure, it's treat. And so if they come in and they're like, yeah, my girlfriend or my boyfriend just went to an urgent care and they told me that they tested positive for chlamydia. I just treat them. No, that, that so, and so that's what I'm saying is the grand majority of the, the patients I was seeing previously were coming in as I have already been exposed. And so, gotcha. Yes. If, first of all, usually I was seeing male patients. So, the female NPs tended to have the female patients gravitate towards them. And if right. a male ended up on their schedule, they'd be like, Hey Tom, 
I need you to see this person. And so I would usually get the men, at which point we would have a pretty frank discussion and they would come out and say, yeah, this is what happened. And I'd be like, okay, well, I can, we can do some testing, but if you're telling me you've already been positively exposed, then realistically, why are we just not treating? You right. need to be treated and they need to be treated. And, or they come in, they said she, she or he have already been treated. I'm like, well, then at this point, testing is moot. So we just went ahead and went, went, went forward to treatment. How does that work, though, if it's your reportable STD? Just out of curiosity. My assumption would be that his code would be something like an exposure to chlamydia, not a, an actual chlamydia. Therefore, it wouldn't be yes necessarily exposure. Uh, and let me clarify on my self swabs. I don't. It's not like anybody who comes in with anything vaginal. I'm like, yeah, so swab yourself. It's more like if they come in, they want STD testing, and they don't have any symptoms, or they don't have any rashes, or they don't have anything that needs to necessarily be examined, and they are more comfortable with doing a self swab. Then that's something that I do just to make life easier for them without having to expose versus themselves. doing a full pelvic, right? But if you are getting a more extensive profile then you're like no we really need to yeah if they're talking oh really i'm having a bunch of discharge there, but i didn't mean yeah <laughs> yeah or if i got a rash that or you know i got a blister that needs like you know something like that then yeah of course i'm gonna examine them or if we're doing you know if they're over 21 and we're doing paps then of course i'm not gonna let them self swab for a pap but yeah yeah, I'm like, if you could hit the T-zone on your own pap, like, this is pretty amazing, to be honest. So, Well, I know one person who was, but we'll talk about that, uh, or could, but... Uh, wow! Um, oh, I can't... Oh, man. Tiffany, are you ready to get into our last segment of the night? Yes. Tiffany's like, I love self-swabs. I do. <laughs> Anything to eliminate the stirrups. So she does not love the stirrups. Oh, so you finally finally found something she doesn't love. She's so awkward. How would you guys know? You're not a man. I mean, you're not a Uh, woman that has to put your feet up. Incorrect. I have been locked into a pair of boot stirrups. Kidney stone surgery. Oh. That's what I, yeah, that's what I was figuring. Yeah. All right. I was wondering. I was trying not to picture that. I didn't want to be there either, so please don't. I don't care. All right, I'm going to play the music, and then we'll get into our last segment. Join us on a journey into the inner psyche of our guest as we ask five, 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 five questions. Okay, this is five questions with Tiffany. Tiffany, we ask every guest the same five questions. I ask the question. Tom makes fun of your answers. Now, with these questions, we don't want you thinking too hard. We want just give us an answer. Oh, Lord. Okay. My heart is popping. It's going to tell us more about Oh, no. It's fun. It's fun. This is the fun part. This is is not good for my... Oh, stop it. It's perfectly fun. (laughs) All right. Question one. What is your favorite medical word? Oh, gosh. Um, This is... I guess... I guess I like strep swabs because every time I say it, the kids start freaking out and gagging and it's kind of, <laughs> you just say strep swab and every kid like runs 
to the other side of the room. It's just so, weird. It's like an instant gratification. She's a so she's a sadist. Good to know. Well, but, <laughs> see now I the kids we I get a reaction to when I say that we're doing the flu swab and they're like oh mm-mm. like they would much rather do a strep swab over the flu swab any day. Oh really? Well yeah because the, the I don't find that the flu swab is up the nose. Yeah. yeah, I know that. I work yeah. in urgent care. It's crazy. <laughs> All right, question two. If you could do any job in the world other than what you currently do, what would it be? Dentist. I knew that. God. Okay, why? Or professional, like thrift store shopper. I don't, I just, I don't know. I don't think think it's a thing. The professional. (laughs) I would say, no, dentistry is totally a real thing, Ben. No. no, Yeah. And I just really liked dentistry a lot. She could even say hello like, in Korean. Annyeonghaseyo. See? <laughs> you should see Ben's face right now. It's pretty funny. That'll, That's another story for off the air, Ben. That'll appeal to our uh, Korean listeners. <laughs> yeah, we have several listeners in Korea, so there you go, Tiffany. Awesome. But so well, how, how did you get into nursing? Why didn't you go into like dental hygiene or something? really want to be a hygienist because I didn't want to clean teeth all day and I don't know it's like I did I I wanted to be in banks but I didn't really want to touch money that's kind of what I said I wonder but the dentists don't clean your teeth the hygienists do yeah you do realize dentists touch teeth though yeah but they don't have to clean them they get to like drill them and fill them and extract them the, sad- the sadist part coming through again. See, okay, yeah, okay. here you go. I to be like an oral surgeon because I would love to take a tooth out. I just think it would be so like fun. Ooh, do you want them to be awake while you're taking the tooth out by any chance? Would that no, make it okay. better for you? Nitrous oxide, that'll be good. Oh, there you go. She's like, yeah. All right, question three. Tiffany, think back to your first car. Was it a stylish ride or a rolling turd? It was. A rolling turd. Would you like to know about that? Yes. What kind of car was it? I had a 1984 Chrysler Laser. Oh. Uh, I paid $300 for it, and it was a stick. Um, it didn't have a radio, so my brother and I decided to put a boom box in the back of it, and we had we had to carry double D batteries everywhere we went. Or D batteries. Double D does not exist. That's something else. <laughs> <laughs> D batteries. So, and then every time that we would stop my car and start it back up again, we'd have to put water in it because of the, the radiator. Yeah. Yes, that, that thing exactly. Yeah. That thing. So, what yeah. what color was this uh, lovely vehicle? It was maroon. My brother and I decided <laughs> decided to put put a little extra spray paint on the. <laughs> We spray painted our hands and put our handprints on it. I, I have pictures. It's it's very. Oh, I want to see a picture of this thing. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Oh wow. Yeah, Handprint. that is. It also didn't have heat in it, so we drove it all winter long. We would freeze all the way to Newark, just forty-five minute drive from where I was living. Yeah. Actually, people I went to high school still talk about that car. 
How could you not? Well, how mean, could they not? Oh, Jesus yeah, Christ, that's twice been. I was like, how, yeah, that thing has got to be legendary status. Like, that should be on a poster board after high school reunions. The, the hand printed Chrysler laser. There you go. Yeah. What year did you? Oh, never mind. Don't tell me. I don't want to know because I was just trying to imagine what music she was playing. I imagined Bill Biv DeVoe Poison. Oh, it's hot in here all the way. Oh, see, yeah, she's way too young. I was expe- I was expecting like Poison by Bill Biv DeVoe playing on the backseat of this thing. Well, you know I'm a Phil Collins fan, so that doesn't, you know. <laughs> I love Phil Collins. I love Phil Collins. So uh, there you go. Oh, question. Uh, quit, quit, oh, wow. All right, question four. Tiffany, if your house is on fire, everyone, including your pets, are safe. What's the one thing you want to get out of your house? It would probably be pictures of my okay. kids. Other than pictures. Oh, I can't have pictures. Let's say they're safe too. They're safe in the cloud. My North Face. <laughs> oh, wow. Tom, you know I love my North Face. It goes from my all the way down to my toes. It keeps me warm. <laughs> I could sleep in it if I wanted to. <laughs> Why are you judging I, me? It's the one thing I didn't buy at a thrift store. So first of all, that's my entire job during five questions is to judge you. Second of all, everybody, everybody always has pictures during this part of the show. Like everybody says pictures. I, 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 in my head, I was saying pictures or flash drive with pictures or photo album. I was like, here it comes. Like, I already know. Oh man. I was trying not to say pictures too, but it wouldn't get out of my head. Well, no, you have to roll with what you're saying. I love pictures. But I was waiting for her to say, like, my Google assistant. Oh, I do. I was going to say I love, but I'm trying not to say that, too. Oh, no. Oh, no. Please do. <laughs> you might as well roll with it now. Yeah. I love. Okay, Google. Yeah, she she does. <laughs> so, great. like, I'm in the kitchen cooking, and I want to know how many, like, tablespoons are in three cups. It tells me. It's great. <laughs> they make those from Amazon, too. And you can buy those with our link. Just on podcast.com. Oh, you're right. <laughs> I just, I, I, I understand why people want the pictures, but at the same time, like Ben said, is like, well, the pictures are on your phone too, and they're backed up by your Google Drive. So I guess I could see that. But. It's okay. All right. Last oh, well, the doctor I worked with the other day made fun of my coat. So I don't know. I have too. So I, I get yeah, it. I, he was like, you're five foot seven and your coat is eight foot. So it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> totally sounds like something I would say, too. <laughs> oh, Tom, I should have said, said my cat shirt, my Taylor Swift cat shirt. Oh, good Lord. <sighs> That's that. Yes, that's what you should have said. But it's too late now, Tiffany. It's burnt okay. to a fucking crisp. There is no more Taylor. There is no more Taylor Swift esque cat shirt. It's gone. Oh, that makes me so sad. <laughs> she doesn't love that. No. She doesn't love. I that. love my cat shirt. <laughs> question. <laughs> uh, question five. You have nine dollars, eighteen cents in your pocket. You go to a convenience store. What all do you buy? 
um, am I tired or like, is this the beginning of the day or the end of the day or like lunchtime? Whatever you want it to be. It's whatever time. Yeah. A vitamin water. Yep. And a Kit Kat. I already knew that. She, what flavor? The one with caffeine. Water? Okay. What? He wanted to know what flavor. The yellow one because it has caffeine in it. <laughs> I love the, the yellow flavor one. Of yellow. <laughs> I love I yellow. Do. I love the color yellow. Actually, <laughs> are you guys keeping a list of I loves? Oh, we will be. Yes, uh, don't worry. Okay, it'll make a great soundbite. So, a vitamin water so that's, and kick, that's, that's like, like two bucks, three bucks. Okay, so you got six bucks left. I do. I have my. Oh gosh, six bucks is a lot. I could buy a lot of stuff from the thrift store. I can't just keep it. Has this been no. it all? Yep, I guess it's been every bit of it. Lottery tickets. I. <laughs> is that what you? Is that what you thought she was going to say, Tom? Final answer. I just, I understand how her brain works. <laughs> <laughs> I feel at this point between the. Uh, Actually, can I put the vitamin water back and the Kit Kat? Because I just want to buy all lottery tickets now. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Oh wow! Um, yeah, the this vitamin water. Yeah, she's already taking a drink out of it, but she's like, "It's okay." I just thought I was expired. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when I exchanged our friends, um, our nurses' uh, lunch lunchable? You didn't think I could do it? I did it without a receipt. <laughs> yeah, Tell me Tom. I can't do stuff. Yeah, what was she that? loves these stuff. stuff. Oh gosh. Ask Tom how much money I won when when I played uh what was that? Which one did we play? Kino. Kino. I won like seventy five dollars. I was like, every time we lunch. went out to lunch, she would play Kino. <laughs> that's why that's why when you said there's like six bucks left, what do you do? I was like, a oh, fucking scratch off. I already knew what the fuck was coming. So <laughs> I already knew. I already fucking knew. So, you know me all too well. So, does she love Kino? Yes, I love Kino. <laughs> well, that concludes five questions. Yeah, half of vitamin water. Five questions. One, one bite of a Kit Kat and somehow $9 worth of lottery tickets. Uh, that's great. That was, that was probably one of our more original answers. So... <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you. Tom. <laughs> yeah. Th- th- that wraps up this episode, I think. You want me to end it with, I love just some podcast? That, see? Maybe, that, that's a good soundbite. Yeah. Or no, we got to say, I love five questions. So that every time you get ready to play five questions, you can play, I love five questions. I love five questions. <laughs> We, I, we can add that to it. It's not a problem. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. <sighs> All right, Tom. I can it, see it, her. Like, like I get like 10 cents for every time you play it. <laughs> see? I was just saying, God damn it. We don't you even made a deal with a double bed. Let's clarify that. <laughs> yeah. You, you, owe us 10 sec- you owe us 10 cents every time it plays. <laughs> That's. Listen. Right now, it's not worth a cent, but one day it'll pay your rent. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, 
She loves rhymes. <laughs> I do. I love rhymes. Tom, did you tell them I love? I love Little Wayne. No, no. We'll talk about that off the air here in a second. We have got to finish this episode. Okay, sorry. No, you know, you're okay. fine. You're fine. <laughs> if you like this episode, then and you want to hear more from Tiffany, uh, let us know. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, all at Just Some Podcast. Our website is www.justsomepodcast.com. Emails admin at Just Some Podcast. Sold to Tiffany for $500 for the cow and some scratchers. <laughs> <laughs> Got to use your auctioneer voice. <laughs> Do it again. <laughs> he almost an hour and now she like you know <laughs> the damn show. Yes, she's the C- yeah, she's the CEO of just some podcast somehow. So do it again. I cool no, like that. Wasn't good enough. Do it again. Take two. <laughs> oh my Facebook, Twitter, YouTube at just some podcast or website www.justsomepodcast.com. Emails admin at just some That was pretty awesome. Do it one more time. (laughs) This was so much fun. I don't want to be a nurse practitioner anymore. I want to be a podcaster. (laughs) Yeah, so do we. So when we figure this out, we'll get you on there more often. You think that until you don't get paid for it, and then it's not near as much fun. I mean, it is fun, but not as much fun as getting paid. paid. Get paid in memories. Oh, yeah. that. I tried to pay my electric bill with memories once, and it didn't work out, so... Yeah. Well, not me. Hey, we are they are having us come down to the national conference to talk about doing this in June. Yeah. So okay. a couple thousand nurse practitioners are gonna ask us about you in June and I'll be like, stay the fuck away from her. So tell them if they like me, pay me. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. She loved getting paid. So they could pay me in shoes. And what? Shoes. 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 Or lottery tickets. God. Hey, Tom's a shoe aficionado too, so he really can't say anything. Tom does like his shoes. I do. Well, Tom, I think next week, if it works out the way that it's it's supposed to work out, then we're going to go from erogenous zones and sex with Pollyanna to STDs with Tiffany to pregnancy with Stephanie. Well, I can't wait. And then well, after pregnancy, you can do lactation with me. I, I, lactation. I don't know if the internet can handle you twice. That that uh, back, back, that's I, I promise I won't say love. <laughs> I want a picture of her in overalls milking a cow first. I am really Ben, you just shot yeah. to my heart when you said that. <laughs> See now, what a dick, Ben! You are what? such an asshole. You hurt my feel bads. Yeah, see, what an asshole! You are so worthless, Ben. <laughs> I'm sorry. I have seen some. I have seen some fucking. I'm probably gonna fall asleep. Dick face, fuck sticks in my life, but damn it, Ben! All she wanted to do was tell the world how much she loved talking about STIs and fucking teenagers. What? Whoa! Whoa! That took a really weird turn. Like, not fucking teenagers. Like, <laughs> no, that's fucking, what you just like, said. Adjective. 
not <laughs> verb. So you took that the wrong way, Ben. How is there anything else you want to ruin tonight, Ben? God. You mean me? I don't know. By the time you guys edit your podcast, you're not going to have anything left. So <laughs> <laughs> be a 14 minute episode. <laughs> I'm just laughing. So yeah, it's I just like so I love stirrups, and then five <laughs> questions. So <laughs> I'm sorry, Ben. You got your work cut out for you. So oh no, it's going to be great. It's a new segment: love it or hate it with Tiffany. Um, <laughs> That might be a really good episode. Yep, people can call in and be like, "Do you love this?" And I'll give them my opinion. It's great. So we go from sex to STDs to pregnancy to uh, apparently lactation with Tiffany again. So maybe we'll have her on in a couple of weeks again. Yeah, maybe. that'll be fun. Because yeah. I love breastfeeding. I apparently did too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and so do bodybuilders. There you go. Whoa. What? My brother, uh, <laughs> my brother's friend found out that I just had a baby and he asked my brother if he could have some breast milk. <laughs> so I gave him some. <laughs> See, I don't think you're picking up on what he was putting down. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I guess it gives, it gives them like a lot of energy or something. I don't know. <laughs> I'm assuming they were going for colostrum or he was hitting on you. He's never seen me. He just knew that I had a baby. Oh, oh well, I had to research that. Why don't you, uh, saw yeah. a picture. Why don't you go, okay, Google that and um, see if that... Um, okay, Google. Do bodybuilders uh, drink breast milk? I didn't mean right now. I just meant in general. <laughs> can, you, can you hear it? It's no. Oh, man. I'm telling you, it's colostrum. They said it because, oh, it's still going on about the fat content and stuff, and that's why. <clears throat> I mean, it doesn't taste horrible. So, I mean, there's that. You would know. I would know. <laughs> what? what fucking Twilight Zone am I in right now? All right. Let's get the... I'm, I'm done with this shit. Let, really I'm good, off. It's really good to feed your husband your breath while getting... I am done with this now. Done. Done. Okay. I gotta get that in my second... Up in six hours. Yeah, I gotta be up in like five hours. So let's go. Okay, on that note, um, everybody has a great week. Hey, everybody, stay safe out there. Thanks, guys. Practice swearing just to pass the time. Lately, I see why I am alone. I caught some road rich and I thought of you. And all the many times you say I should have known Talk